Good evening. Welcome to another round of Cat Space. It's been about a good solid week. I'm Cat. This is Buckets with us as always, our darling and dear friends, Aaron, Brayden, and Leon. Good evening, gentlemen. How are we all? We're all great. How are you? Thank you. How's everybody? Good evening. Okay, so tonight's podcast is going to be a fun one because tonight's podcast is all about current trends and what we deem to be current trends. So let's get started. Uh, first question is, how has the music industry changed today, say, rather than 50 years ago, Buckets? Um, the thing is, uh, most of the songs that you get today um, are basically um, just rehashes of songs from the 80s because um, they find a lot of um, music producers don't want to risk as much. And so they're happy to invest in songs that have already worked in the past and get new singers to sing them. Um, but uh, to find original music, that's really rare. Mm. Um, so I think that's one thing that's actually changed, which is um, originality is out and fake is in. Oh, I have to solidly agree. <laughs> Unfortunately, that will get me in trouble. Um, Music for me, see, I grew up listening to everything and anything. I absolutely love opera. I love classical. I love pop, R&B, hip-hop. I love a bit of alternative rock. I love, like, people like Frank Sinatra, Tony Bennett, Elvis Presley, et cetera. Music then, as Bucket said, originality faded out many moons ago, and now there's music that you either love or love to hate or love to love or music that you just don't understand. Aaron. Um. Music has changed, like as as you can probably see, like some some songs sound similar to, to each other, and and like originality has definitely been out the window in recent years. Okay, uh, Brayden, sorry, ah, Brayden. Um, here's the thing. I feel like I understand where you're coming from. I think someone, I think like a lot of people know that you guys are a lot older than me. So there's that. You have grown up with the rise of technology and electronic music. But I think that, you know, I think that, you know, technology has actually brought out kind of a new genre of music you know hyper pop and that is by the likes of charlie xcx fk twigs shy girl etc etc and these are just artists that you may never know but these are artists you should know and so even though that i do somewhat agree with the fact that originality has some sort kind of gone out the window i do think that there is still that kind of unknown there is still that you know people are trying to bend things and really just try different things that have never been done before so yeah Leon oh definitely music has gone so downhill in the past uh well in the past 20 or so years at least or maybe 30 years maybe go back to the 90s when music started really going downhill i think the last 
Well, original originality is gone. It's just crap these days. To be honest, I feel sorry for you know all these all these people listening in out there to probably like the new music and stuff like that. I don't. I think it's crap. It's just like, and also the explicit lyrics and stuff like that in the songs, they're throwing in explicit lyrics for the sake of throwing in explicit lyrics. That's another thing that I don't like about the music at the moment. They're just throwing in explicits for no reason. But I grew up listening to like the likes of the Beatles. Well, that's a, that's an obvious one. The Beatles, the Rolling Stones, mm-hmm. you know, the Bee Gees or whatever, ABBA, you know, it's that kind of music. It's that kind of music actually meant something. The yeah. stuff that we're hearing these days is just not worth it. It's just them throwing words together and hopefully something sticks. And in their minds, I'd actually think it's good. It's not. I wish it wish, uh, you know, they'd go back a bit, you know, pad back a bit because it's just, it's just so bad at the moment. It's just not cool. Uh, it's not, it's not worth me listening to that much at, at this point of time. Here's a question I, uh, I have. Um, uh are people dressing more scandalous and more sexualized? And are we seeing old trends make a comeback? Leon? Uh, I don't think old, some, uh, well, I see yeah, a lot of people are dressing up skanky. That's for bloody sure. That's for sure, man. If you, you walk down the bloody, uh, walk down to say, uh, what's that bloody place in Sydney? Uh, not Redburn. Um, I can't remember that joint out there. Anyway. But, anyway yeah, that's it. King's Cross, right? How could you forget that, honestly? But, <laughs> yeah, I, well, well, I was just trying to think of the name actually, but a lot of people are just walking around, you know, like half shirts, half shorts, whatever. Well, instead of like full length and stuff like that, I wear full length clothes all the time because I know I'm never going to dress like showing a midriff or anything like that. And apart from that, I'm a male. So, look, um, there's, I don't know why people are walking around, say, wearing, say, jeans that are already torn to shreds and they buy them from the shops, they're already torn to shreds. Why don't you buy a bloody brand new pair and just tear them to shreds that way? That that mm. way you could say you're original. But I don't, I don't know. I don't get what this trend is. I mean, why would you want to wear stuff that's already torn and buy it for full price? Mm. Well, I, I think the whole idea behind it, um, behind the jeans, is the fact that uh, there were a lot of um, homeless men and women that were basically on the streets and the person that um, thought of the idea to have ripped, ripped jeans and also plated jeans um, did it as a kind of sort of weird respect towards homeless men and women, so not to make them feel... Um, outcasted. Yeah, outcasted. And so that became a trend and then everyone started doing it and the idea of old jeans um, became part of popular culture. It's really weird kind of thing because that's all you could kind of get kind of thing. Even my jeans are plated kind of thing. But that's where it comes from. Um, uh, for those uh, international uh, viewers that we do, do actually listen to us, uh, King's Cross is like our version of the red light district, just in case mm-hmm. you're wondering. Um, but that's all I have to say about that. Brayden, do you think people are dressing more sexualized? Um. Yeah, I mean, of course. And here's the thing. I think a lot of people dressing sexualized, it can come, it comes from the, you know, it comes from feminism, really. It comes from acceptance. It comes from, you know, people just wanting to be comfortable in themselves. And to me, it's just like, I've always grown up thinking that, you know, whatever, like, you know, if someone wants to wear, you know, like, I don't know, a, 
came from bikini, I don't know, like these really like kind of scandalous outfits and like that's their own thing. You know, I see it as like a fashion statement instead of, you know, oh, like everyone's dressing skanky and oh, everyone's dressing so slutty these days. It's like, well, I mean, it doesn't really matter. Like, you know, if you're an, if you're a full-grown adult or you're very comfortable in your own body, why not? Like, you know, I just think kind of if you got it that's really yeah yeah um and with old trends coming back is that referring to the clothing or just in general okay um well yeah there is something called the 20 year trend cycle so things that were popular 20 years ago are coming back into fashion so if you kind of go on pinterest or just on social media in general, you see a lot of influencers kind of start really getting to that Y2K kind of early 2000s thing. So yeah, it does happen and it's very possible. Now, Aaron, your turn. Um, what, was the qu- what was the question? Do you think asked? people are dressing more scandalized, more sexualized? Um, I'd say yes, but I'd I'd agree with Brayden what he said, like, it's up to them what they want to wear, really. And, and like, just just let everyone be themselves, really. Yeah. Okay, well, here's the next question. I'm going to... I'm going to throw this to our fashionista guru, and he's mm-hmm. going to start this conversation. And, by the way, to all our subscribers, current, new and current viewers... Uh, we are now officially on TikTok. Follow us on TikTok. Yeah. Hello, Catspace5. Um, so I might actually record this on TikTok, a snippet like 10 seconds. And I'm going to ask, is TikTok the new way of being famous? I'll throw that to our master fashion guru himself, the amazing Braden Harvey. Okay. You know what? I think in multiple ways TikTok is the new wave of getting viewers and getting attraction and it's coming in important. So you look at people like the D'Amelio sisters and Addison Ray. you know, Addison got to basically have lunch with the Kardashians mm-hmm. and the Bonnie Jenners. Like, that's a huge achievement. And not just that, um, you quite literally can just post anything and just get a bunch of views or get famous and you know because that's the algorithm their algorithm is so different it's just like you could scroll in there for hours and hours and hours and I've said this before but it's just so true and anybody and everybody can just do it so yeah I TikTok is definitely the way the new way to to become famous so well, Aaron, is TikTok the new way to become famous? Um, I'd say yes, because um, I'm now on TikTok as well, and I'm, uh, I'm quite addicted to it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just like you, you can post like um, just small videos and you get like thousands and maybe millions of views on, on that one video and yeah, and and just like get get more followers from from like that one video. Basically. Yeah. 
Leon, is TikTok the new way to become a celebrity, become famous, or get oh. fame instantly through using that social media app? Oh, definitely is. It definitely is. I like the idea of these kind of social media outlets, these new ones, especially like TikTok. You can all you need to do is you can just you can come up with like a five, 10 second video clip or whatever. Yeah. And it takes off. I've seen a lot of those uh, TikToks. They're getting creative. I like the creative, um, the creative, uh, creative features that you can use with it. I actually haven't set, I, I've got a TikTok account, but I haven't put anything on there yet because I haven't thought of anything creative to do on there yet. At least I don't think so. But anyway, um, well, I like the idea, it's, especially the creativity is, because it might get picked up and something might happen, like you guys have been saying. What about you, Lucas? Is TikTok the new way of becoming famous? Uh, it is. Uh, and it's kind of good in a way because you don't really you don't really need a lot of time to become famous. So unlike, say, Facebook, where you're basically pandering to all of your mates and family and, and whatever, it might actually take you a bit longer to have um, more reach on Facebook, um, YouTube's pretty good, but it might take you maybe, you know, a few years to actually really make it big. But TikTok, on the other hand, you can be an overnight, overnight sensation within minutes because the whole point of TikTok is that everyone's going to see your videos no matter what happens um, and you're not going to be held back, unlike what Facebook and YouTube will actually do to you. Um, because don't get me started on Facebook. I'm still sending a month in the freaking brig because they can't handle my anti wokeness. They, they can't handle the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Next question. Uh, before he starts counting us down, are reality shows? Here's a fun question: Are reality shows quickly taking over scripted TV shows? Like, for example, um, I myself. Yes, I'm going to get mocked, but I myself, I'm a huge Keeping Up With The Kardashians fan, being half Armenian, but people like the Armenians, people like, you know, Love Island, Bachelor in Paradise, The Bachelor, Bachelorette, things like that, reality TV shows, are they quickly taking over scripted TV because it's more interesting to watch? Yes well, or no? I, I think um, it is, although I, I'm not really a fan of the Kardashians, although I did see one episode where you know, all three sisters beat each other up over charity. That was pretty funny. Um, that was old. You know, but, um, you know, I, uh, I think, um, yes, they're, they're definitely taking over, um, uh, you know, the main media because what's, what is the top shows at the moment? MasterChef, that's, that's one. Lego Masters, that's another. Um, the Voice. The Voice, that's another one. Idol, that's another one. That's coming up, yeah. Yeah, um, Dancing with the Stars, that's, that's another, another one. one. I mean, these these are all shows, none of which are scripted. Um, and if you compared them to shows back in the day, in the 90s, um, in, you know, even the 80s and before, they were all scripted sitcoms. Like, for example, Red Dwarf was a, a scripted sitcom that I loved. They don't make that anymore, unfortunately. Things like um, Full House, Bill Cosby Show, yeah, um, the, the, Neighbours, Home and Away. Well, I hate Neighbours. You know, but still, <laughs> things like that. Brady? <laughs> um, the thing is, right, I, I do think that reality TV is taking over. It already has been, and you can thank MTV for that because they are kind of 
they're like the pioneers of reality TV. They have the real world, um, bloody 16 and pregnant. What was that? Was that the show? Um, yeah, 16 and pregnant, teen mom. Yeah, yeah, teen yeah, mom, whatnot, the hill. Real world. Okay, yes. All of those, right? And then you had Keeping Up with the Kardashians and they really just completely exploded yes. into the stratosphere, right? You know, they are the epitome of reality TV, right? But you look in Australia, right? What do we have? We have Matt. We have Big Brother. We have um, Love Island. You know, I when, I when I look on social media, I don't see a lot of talk about scripted shows the only scripted show I've seen being talked about quite a lot to the extent of shows like Married at First Sight and Love Island is like Euphoria Mm. that's on HBO that's on a stream service and so like yeah their reality TVs are becoming the norm they are simply just the show that everyone wants to watch because it's just it's it's real you know it's it's so they they edit it in such a way that 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 it seems real but it's very much hyper hyper dramatic and hyper dramatized to the point where it's like oh well I just have to watch the next episode I can't just sit here and not watch it you know so yeah well actually there was a there was a show that I really liked, which was called um, The Ozarks, and that's that's on, that's on Netflix. And you've got to have Netflix to watch it, obviously. And I absolutely loved that show. But I think the biggest problem with shows like that is that they'll let you binge watch them. But after you binge watch them, you just get bored of those shows because it takes ages to refilm them and, and whatever. Whereas the reality shows, you know, they can just go three, two, one, go. And that's it. And they can produce more reality TV TV shows at a faster rate than, say, scripted shows, where they've got yeah. to watch their language and all of the, that other stuff, and and actually get you know uh, pay for a bunch of um, you know writers to think up intelligent uh, an intelligent story that that matches the characters. All of that yeah. takes time and money and effort. Whereas uh, reality show, all, all the greatest action basically happens with right the, on cue, right on cue, because that yeah. they basically it just happens then and there, and it, it's just so sporadic. It just happens. You know? well, what about the thing you? is, right? When sorry, sorry, is I know, right? I know, but but I want to bring in the fact that um mm-hmm. on um so dramatic, there's a podcast, right? It's called So Dramatic by Megan Stebo, Salami Army hashtag. okay hashtag slimy army i'm an italian i will put respect on that okay so she kind of she has previous contestants on married at first sight and go onto a podcast and they said that you know they'd be brought into these boxes and they would producers would almost tell them like oh, do this or do that or, you know, they would really hype them up about a situation that already happened. And so when they go into the situation, into the room, then boom, it all happens. Like it's so it's so quickly done and so easily manipulated because you're in that situation, you're like, you know, the participants are like, oh, my God, okay, how do I get camera time? How do I get screen time? Okay, well, I just got to be a psycho bitch. That's and then smash a wine glass or throw 
throw wine on someone or um, I don't know, like maybe, I don't know, send around nude photos because you have no empathy. Uh, actually, it's interesting. Speaking that- about a situation, I think we all know. Maths! <laughs> Well, I think Brayden needs to set up an OnlyFans account if he wants to start posting nudes. <laughs> it, was, it, um, it was interesting that you actually did say that because on MasterChef, what basically happens, a lot of the chefs, uh, of the judges go up to the contestants and they'll put pressure on the contestants to watch them react. And there's been a hundred times that I've seen that show, which would be like, Dude, or if you guys want to create good food, all you got to do is just lay off the pressure a bit. But they put on the extra pressure for a reaction, and it does have a reaction, and they get stressed out, and you, you watch them squirm, but that's all part of the entertainment. Let's ask Aaron quickly. Uh, are reality TV shows quickly taking over? Um, yes, because, like, as Brayden said, they're heavily edited, so, so like... It, it it makes you want to watch like the next episode and like is reality TV shows they don't feel real anymore if if that makes sense. It does. Like, oh, like, yeah. We are quickly running out of time. Let's ask oh, the last yeah. question. We got about nine minutes something. Okay, so last question: Are we secretly? Uh, or do we secretly crave more drama, even though it is drama that causes yeah. problems in the world? Quickly, yes or no? Yes, definitely. Um, we it, it's it's ironic, really, because everyone wants a drama-free life, right? But yet we watch drama all the time on television. It's like we we definitely crave it. It's a part of us. So yes, um, yeah. it's, it's, I think secretly we like it, even though we don't want drama in our own lives. It's really strange. I think, yeah, uh, just to put my final two senses, do we secretly crave drama? Of course we do. Things like, for example, maths. Even though I don't watch maths, but I see it on Gogglebox, I think we crave it because it's funny. We crave it because it's entertaining. We crave it because even though it gives us a big rational headache, at the end of the day, drama is everywhere and it's juicy and it's entertaining and it's gossip. And I think yes and no. So I'll keep it at that. Brayden, quickly, yes or no? Um, yes, because, um, I don't know, some people just want to be in the drama, some people are so bored with their lives they feel the need to even troll. I think there was a video that I watched a long time ago that spoke on reality TV stars that had been on yeah. Bachelor, The Bachelorette, and I don't know, maybe maybe even Mass, I think there was a contestant off there, or The Big Loser, that they that they'd actually had to go through many many rounds of therapy and rehab and um, psychological evaluation because a lot of people trolled them like a lot of people really attacked them and you know just got them to a point where they were in a dark place and it's very real like even though reality tv is kind of in that middle line of being real and not real you know that's the that's the problem some people can't see that and some people will literally go so far. What about you? They sound so familiar. What about you, Aaron? Quickly. Uh, yes, because obviously we don't we don't want to see drama in our own lives, so we <laughs> we seem to tune into these TV shows to see drama in other people's lives. Yeah. 
What about you, Leon? Uh, let's just say anybody who who says that they don't want any that don't want any, any dramas, you're full of uh, that capital S H I, and I think there's a T in there somewhere because <laughs> you think that you think that you think that you're kidding yourself because uh, you don't want you don't want to watch the drama. However, you're willing to turn on the TV and watch the news or watch Home and Away. Or in Aaron's case, you're watching either Home and Away or Neighbours because they're both still popular over there in the UK. I would know I've been there to the UK, that is. So, yes, that the drama is always popular, even though it is fake, just like reality is fake. Well, there you have it. I have to say current trends to our subscribers and viewers, what do you think of our conversation what do you deem as a current trend or what do you deem are current trends? Are they popular? Are they not popular? Let's look at TikTok. Is TikTok the new way of getting famous? He's one I'll throw at you. Is TikTok the new way of getting famous? And what would you do with your fame? Thank you for joining us tonight. Buckets, Leon, Aaron and Braden. Thank you to our current subscribers, new and old, to our viewers. We'll be back next week. We've got another one coming up and that'll be about Cinemas, I think we forgot to do that this time around. Uh, so I'll be doing a topic on cinema. Stay tuned. Thank you so much for joining us. Until next week, good night, y'all. Bye. Bye.